0: Geeks podcast and YouTube show built around the things we as geeks all love. #Hashtag We gather on Sundays. Thank you for checking out the one with Tarantino, Bond, and others. I'm one of your hosts, Emmett, and I'm joined by the Ted last one of my coach, Beard, Chris Evans, Chris. How are you doing, man? What's been going on? It's been two, three, four, six weeks.
1: What's been going on, man? Like you said, it feels feels like six months. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe a year. Who knows? Time is crazy. Um, Yeah, time
0: time is stupid.
1: (laughs) I'm doing okay. How about you?
0: I'm doing well. Uh, Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Gathering of the Geeks and you will find us. What's up to everybody in the comments already? DC Patrol Eric Cookie Grabs. How's it going on this fine Sunday evening?
1: It is a fine Sunday
0: evening. It's a fine Sunday evening. Uh, Yeah, so Chris, we haven't done a show. This is on the third week. We haven't done a show in two weeks, I think, where we missed two episodes. Something like that. Um, Yeah, a lot of stuff's been going on. Comics are still coming out. Movies are still coming out. TV shows, all the things. Uh, Life has not stopped. So, uh, you know, what's been going on? What's been going on with you the last couple weeks?
1: Well, that first weekend we were going is because I went to Wakanda.
0: That's I right. was
1: <laughs> I was touring there. It was cool. Yeah, just a c- quick little stop. It's a quick stop. You know, I wanted to see what everybody was up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw that. That was fun. That was, was I guess, two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that. It was a little bit long. I've been watching a lot of stuff, and I've been reading a lot of stuff. Oh, good. I finally caught up on some books, which is abnormal. That's like so awe. unlike you. I know. <laughs> I actually read some of the stuff I said I was going to.
0: <laughs> nice, I nice. even
1: read some X-Men again. So you, I, I think the phrase is, I'm back on my bullshit. Is that? The, I that's think right, that's the phrase.
0: <laughs> that's right, back on so, your bullshit.
1: I'm back on that. Yeah, I read some X-Men. <laughs> nice. I missed those mutants.
0: <laughs> That'll make Lauren happy anyways. Oh, we already talked about it, yeah. No, oh, <laughs> that's good. That's good.
1: <laughs> How was Wakanda and Top Gun school? Well, for me, Wakanda was okay, but long. I don't know how in school was.
0: I was kicked out for lack of knowing how to fly a plane. So it, it didn't oh, didn't, didn't last very long for me. I was hoping for more Canadian geese flying rather than, you know, actual planes. So just uh all around wasn't a good uh, a good experience.
1: That means you have time to join my Duran Duran tribute band. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's actually <not> a... <laughs> me, <laughs> yeah. uh Phil, and now you <laughs> yeah. have joined. That's good. Yeah, you and your Dan Duran. <laughs> <laughs> you are the third Duran. Duran, Duran, Duran. That's the yes.
0: <laughs> name. <laughs> the third Duran. That's yeah. Good. That's that's the
1: new name we got going on.
0: Huh? <laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, so what you've been uh, what you've been watching? What uh, what you've been reading? What do you wanna what so, do you wanna focus on?
1: Uh, let's start with the comics because that's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I read I Hate Fairyland number oh, one, good. Yeah. which so I didn't real I'd heard it, but I didn't really think it would be a direct sequel to the first yeah. story. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. I had to catch up on it, but they do it in a way where it's not a, it's not overbearing, so you can really just pick up and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. I, I don't really like the art surprisingly though. Oh really? Yeah, the art is kind of like it reminds me of Ren and Stimpy. That's right. And not, not in a way I like. <laughs> but the story itself is, is cool. I like the story so far. I'm going to stick with that. And it's Scotty Young, so.
0: It's been a while since the previous one ended, so you would think that the newer one, the sequel, would be able to be for new readers. It you, is. is. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they do, they do a pretty quick catch-up, and it, it really tells you all mm-hmm. you need to know. The only the big thing, though, is um, Gertie. I believe that's her name, the main character. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. no longer in Fairyland, so, of course, you dropped into seeing her where she is now, which okay. is fine. I, I thought it was fine. It worked out. <laughs> um, but I'm going to keep reading it. I like Scotty Young's stuff. It, mm-hmm. it just kind of happened that way. So, yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> I also read this was a book I was interested I didn't know it, was, it existed until actually Frank is here. Frank posted Blade, there was a new Blade book coming. Mm. So I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm going to check that out. So I did. And I thought it was okay. But I was like, okay, this is a series that will be defined by the next books. Right. You know, because so, some issues, some books are like that. You read mm-hmm. the first issue, it's like, all right, this is fine, but yep. where are we going? Yeah, this one is a one shot. Oh. (laughs) Not cool, Marvel. That's the end of that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the end of that talk. (laughs) I read Immortal X Men, which was superb or sinister, some may say. Let's focus on Mr. Sinister. Uh, (laughs) I caught up with Detective Comics, which have you been reading that? Like, have you read read the newest one? I don't
0: think I read the newest one. I can't remember the last one. The last one that I read was the action heavy one. Which I think was two issues ago, if I remember correctly.
1: That's the one I think most people liked. Because mm-hmm. it kind of took a break from Rom um, V's... I don't want to say... I'm going to have to say his gratuitous word bubbles. That's right. <laughs> There's a yep. lot of lot of dialogue in this book. And it's yes. very operatic, which I believe is his, what he wanted. And that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but can we just... Can we just break it down a little bit for mm-hmm. you know? We, I just want to see Batman do some stuff.
0: Yep, and, and, and so after the two issues ago, I think where they're more action heavy, it goes back into the back into the dialogue heavy yeah. aspect of it. Back yeah. into the dialogue
1: heavy, mm. dialogue heavy, and it's it's just very dark, which is fine with me. Also, mm. they're using Two Face a lot, so a lot, <laughs> a lot of points for that. <laughs> yeah. All the brownie points for that, you know. I'm good with that. <laughs> nice. Um, but then, like, so in this particular issue, well, the reason I wanted to mention it. Was the the, the back? Uh, not, what do you call this? Back a oh, backup issue? The backup story? Mm, I can't talk.
0: The backup stories. That's okay. I'm hopped
1: up on iced tea. So <laughs> the, the backup story is really interesting because it's like a psychological look at Harvey Dent, and mm-hmm. it really dives into his psyche in a way we haven't seen before. Mm. But it gets muddled because there's so much dialogue. <laughs> so. That's that. I, I still recommend Detective Comics, though, especially if you're not a Batman fan, just because yes. it's different. Yep. Um, I read some other stuff. I read Moon Knight, which is just always class act. <laughs> <laughs> class act. It's a class act. <laughs> I read some other stuff I can't remember. Oh, I got really into the Vampire Slayer, which is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer alternate universe story. That's pretty cool. Right.
0: How many issues is that now?
1: Uh, the eighth one just came out. Mm, okay. People had been recommending it to me, and I just didn't get around to it. It was, it was one of those, I will get to it when I get to it kind of things. Mm-hmm. I finally got to it. I like it. <laughs> uh, one Bad Day continues to be awesome. I've been hearing that, and I will get to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you read the Penguin one? Did you get to that one? Or I will get you, to it. You... Okay. you haven't... <laughs> Penguin and Freeze. Yeah, I get yeah, you.
1: I will get to it. You
0: know? Yeah, that's good. Uh, man, good.
1: that Blade book was a bummer. Blade should be a bigger deal in comics. I agree. And again, I really thought, like, We'll see where this one goes. It'll be mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Damn it! <laughs> um, Damn it! <laughs> yeah. So that kind of covers what I read. I might have read more, and I can't remember. I think I, might, I probably did, but I can't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there is a lot, and but you, that like, you list. Lot. You listed off some like ones that you've been like uh, not reading as often, especially Immortal X Men. Mm-hmm. It feels like you put that one off for three months, four months, and then you finally got around to it
1: longer than that because this was the yeah. eighth issue and the last mm-hmm. one i read was two wow okay <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's been a while mm-hmm. uh, i mean the, the books i read consistently are moon knight detective mm-hmm. and usually batman and then it's yeah. kind of whatever indie comic catches my eye at the time
0: yeah that was that's kind of my thinking too over the last little while too i'm reading the main stuff but i haven't picked up anything new I, nothing new has grabbed me uh, and, and got me excited. Um, not that I can think of. Like, uh, and I'm, I'm, the ones I'm looking forward to are ones that, like, like you're talking about. They're already on their eighth issue or twelfth issue, mm-hmm. or, or like the uh, the Batman run that's uh, Zdarsky's. That's I think it's going into its sixth issue in the run. Um, so nothing new has, has has me has got me excited. I tried. Um, to read some new stuff, I tried that, um, that flawed book that you mentioned flawed. a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was okay. Um, I agree that it was good, but nothing that really like made me want to keep reading it or, 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 or purchasing it. I read uh, Lovesick, issue number one, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. That's an instant never going to read that again or even hope to think about issue two again. Not because it's bad, just it's way out of my comfort level um i should say so um yeah so I, i'm more or less just kind of in a in a zone where i'm sticking to m- i'm in my lane you know i've got my 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 main books that i'm collecting and that i'm reading and maybe it's just because it's the end of the year i'm not sure what release schedules are like for like new issues aside from like i hate fairyland which i think that was issue one was just was the last week or the week before uh week before. i can't remember week, week before. before so Maybe it's just uh, the uh, release schedules and not releasing too many um, first issues this close to the end of the year. Not really sure, but uh, yeah, so I haven't read anything really new or that has got me excited lately.
1: Well, as far as like new number ones, there was specs or spec, I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to that. I I meant to get to that because you were talking about it. We were talking about it with Cookie, how the cover made us think of Risky Business with
1: uh, Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I do want to read it, so I will get to that um mm-hmm. and then there was another book i've been seeing making the rounds on twitter i cannot remember the name of it right now but the cover is like a black and yellow background with a canoe and two it looks like they have gas masks on sitting in the canoe
0: geez that sound that, that that's a good uh, what do they call those elevator pitches okay yeah so there's these guys they're in a canoe and they weren't they guys, might not guys. Be guys. I don't know.
1: <laughs> they does. have they have the masks on, So I'm not sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> they could be twins. They could be hmm. I don't
0: know. How do you search that, I wonder? Be in canoe with I know masks. for
1: a fact our our buddy Norton Sinclair tw- tweeted it cuz I I asked ah, him about okay. it. And then he so yeah, I know for sure if you go to Norton Sinclair's feed you will see I'll it. Get on I that. think Juan also <laughs> tweeted it. Okay. I think Cookie did but it's, it's been making the rounds a lot, so I, I'm, I will get okay. to it. And yeah, when the, I remember I guess, the name or something, I will show it to you.
0: Yeah, you let, let me know about that uh, the canoe uh, gas mask. Um, I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk at the other side of my mouth and say that Behold Behemoth that came out a couple of weeks ago um, from Boom Studios, I think. Yeah. The issue, the second issue comes out in two weeks. Very much like that first issue. Um, Frank is once upon a time at the end of the world. That's the Does that makes sense. <laughs> All right, I'll check that out. That's uh, yeah. They're a in a canoe. They
1: got gas masks. It's yellow and black. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for it. Uh, yeah. He also mentioned the dawn of the DC, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah,
0: small tease of that. I guess they have planned up until the spring or early summer that they they release the kind Something of like snapshot that. of what they have. Um, big plans for DC. us make sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, surprisingly cute. Okay, see, I didn't know it was a cute mm-hmm. story. I was yeah. expecting apocalyptic. I was going to say this canoe. Thing, we're getting like, away. Deli-
0: yeah, were you thinking of deliverance in some way? Like what was <laughs> happening here?
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> <Deliverance works>. yeah, <laughs> radioactive deliverance. Yeah, yeah, the- <laughs> nuclear deliverance. You gotta no, get away before.
0: No, that's a pitch right there. Nuclear <laughs> apocalyptic deliverance, and that's
1: why you should not.
0: Judge the book by their covers. <laughs> by the covers. Because you will be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's definitely going to get getting, uh, end up badly for sure. Which Lemire cover? Uh, the one for Behold Behemoth. Oh, right, right. Yeah, he did a, a cover for that one. I've been trying to help Grabs out. Uh, every once in a while, I'll find a Lemire cover and be like, hey, you got this cover? He says, nope, adding it to my list. So I like, uh, you know, it's funny that he, he, he once started a YouTube channel that's saving money, and now I'm just trying to make him spend more money. It's kind of fun.
1: You're kind of like the devil on
0: his shoulder. That's right. Lemire devil. I like You're that. He the third Duran. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's it for comics. Chris, what, uh, what have you been reading? What's, uh, what's caught your eye? You know, it's, it, it feels like we were just doing a Halloween show, and then all of a sudden November is basically coming gone, and now we're coming into Christmas yes.
1: season. Actually, that, that's true. <laughs> so, it know. was Halloween yesterday, and I missed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the big thing for me this weekend, I just cut through wednesday like it right, was yeah. eight episodes and i think i mostly binged it because i'm already i finished it like yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. i just didn't stop um, i really liked it so i think jenna ortega is just fantastic as wednesday mm-hmm. yeah she and especially because she's like an older version of her she's 16 in the show in the right. series so it's it's a version we really haven't seen before i think the christina rishi version was maybe like 12 if i'm not mistaken
0: that's my guess too yes
1: yeah i don't remember how old she is in adam's family values but we're going to go with 12. Mm -hmm. um but that was really just a fun show i know you're watching it too i'm not going to spoil anything yeah but it's a good time and uh, you know what's funny is initially when the cast was announced and Catherine zeta jones was announced as morticia i was like this is awesome Why didn't Red. we not think of this before? <laughs> and then I forget who plays Gomez, but everybody was like, he, we hate him. He's horrible. Louis, yeah, somebody uh, Guzman. Yeah, Luis uh, uh, Guzman. Luis Guzman, yeah. I actually found the reverse while watching the show. <laughs> oh, really? I did not like Catherine Zeta-Jones, mm. but I loved him as Gomez. <laughs> um, but also, I think another thing about the Morticia casting is people are thinking of Morticia as she was portrayed... In the movies, movie yeah, which is actually different than she was in the TV series. Yeah, so I I think that maybe we're we're just kind of familiar with uh, the Angelica Houston version is very stoic and and kind of quiet.
0: Well, it's the same with uh, Gomez too. I don't know the what's the guy's name in the movie Raoul. Yeah, like he's very he's very different than Luis Guzman too, Um, in 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 uh, physical stature and and the look and the way that uh, he's portrayed as well um a couple things that i noticed after watching wednesday i'm only three episodes in i thought it was jenny ortega apparently it's jenna is it ortega yeah it's I, thought jenna. It was, I thought it was
1: jenna
0: it is it is oh, okay. i thought it was i thought it was jenny but apparently it's jenna um,
1: okay
0: so that that was kind of a cool thing the other thing is i'm only three episodes in but this does not feel like a tim burton directed tv show <laughs> Okay, so like, like the 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 art style is very <coughs> much there, but like the camera movements aren't there. Uh, the music is there with Danny Elfman, of course, but mm-hmm. there's just something about it that doesn't feel like Tim Burton, um, and that's not a bad thing either. In this, in in this sense,
1: I think. Well, you know, Tim Burton, it, it, he goes back and forth from my f- favorite uh, favorite director. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Tim Burton, love him to death. I think that there just became a point. In his career, where he he was just doing the same thing over and over, and people were tired of it. I agree. And I think Wednesday is a great stepping out of the box kind of situation for him, because mm-hmm. it is familiar, but it's still different enough. And now that I think about, it, I think the episodes that feel like him are not actually directed by him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it, but um, you can see some of his influences, but it's not as I agree, it's not as strong as you would think. Mm-hmm. It, it's like tim burton
0: light yeah <laughs> right. uh, so I, I i think that's actually quite refreshing because um, newer tim burton stuff isn't my favorite
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you know anything he's done maybe in the last 10 years uh, i would say um so i actually like this feels a little bit refreshing i like the way it's shot i like the way it looks i love the way it's acted um and i like that you were saying you know, it's a fun show, and it's a fun yes. show, but my, my whole family can watch it. My my son is watching it, my daughter's watching it, and when she looks up from her cell phone every once in a while, uh, my wife is watching it, so I, I really am enjoying the show. I wonder about the release date, though. You know, this is in November. Yeah. Do you think it should have been released a month ago?
1: I do, because, I was, like, as I was watching, and I was thinking, man, I would have loved this last month.
0: Like, I love it yeah, now, I, of
1: course, but last mm-hmm. month, this would have fit right in, and it would have kind of uh, maybe cleanse the palate for the monsters not to bring up that but i'm just saying it it would have been fun to have this instead um right but i guess they it was also a very packed month last last october. well there was that
0: flanagan tv show that came out um, yeah um i can't remember what it's called now
1: something club midnight club
0: that yeah midnight club that's right so that came out in october so that was the kind of their lead into halloween but yeah it's just an interesting thing you know we're leading it's after Thanksgiving now in the states, um, and that's pretty much the real big, you know, Christmas season is starting. Um, and again, that's not drawing away from how good the show is. The show is
1: no, very good.
0: It's just, it's just an interesting time of year
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, to be watching a, a horror-based show with monsters and um, all that kind of jazz. Halloween is year round now. That's right.
1: <laughs> I, I'm very. I really hope the show gets a second season because I'm already all in. I would agree. Also, Ed Wood I, is my favorite Tim Burton movie. I think. Hmm. I go back it, for me. It's it's uh, usually Ed Wood and Sweeney Todd.
0: But I adore Ed Wood. Mm, favorite eight, Tim Burton movie.
1: <laughs> the, actually, Probably Edward Scissorhands and then James Big Fish. Bruce. I think. Big Fish. Oh is good. yeah. Big mm-hmm. Fish. Is That's another, another one that doesn't it.
0: feel like doesn't feel yeah. like a Tim Burton movie. So yeah, you're right. He kind of changes the style often. Um, maybe I just was expecting this to feel like Tim Burton because I was it was expect- you know, kooky and spooky and all that, all that bullshit.
1: I was actually expecting like Corpse Bride, but live action, and it's right. not would that, have- and I'm kind of happy. Yeah, that would have been interesting if that was true. <laughs> yeah, but this this is really good. So that took mm-hmm. up the the bulk of my week really because it premiered on Wednesday actually, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> yeah, I watched it from there. <laughs> um, as far as like movies or other TV shows, um, I know I watch other stuff, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> I was going to get to, so <laughs> this is funny, Black Friday was all this weekend, of course, yes. and I've been waiting for everything all at once, or whatever it's called, Oh to yeah. Be streaming. Right. Then I saw it was at Best Buy for 8 bucks. Um I was like, oh, I'll just go get that.
0: 8 bucks yeah. Already?
1: Uh-huh. Well, it's Black Friday. But then I saw it. it's on Showtime. I don't even need to do that. There you go. So I was going to watch it at home, but I didn't even do that. I'll watch it later. <laughs> I might watch it after this. There you go. Um, so that was fun. But I can't think of anything else I watched that really mattered to me. I did watch <laughs> um, the Guardians of the Galaxy special. Did you watch that yet?
0: We watched that this morning.
1: Oh, you rewatched it, so you like it a lot.
0: No, no, we just watched it this morning. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, we just watched it this morning. Did you like it? It was okay. Um... I don't know if I was overly fond of following Drax and Mantis the whole time. I think that mm-hmm. was kind of my, my, my hit up where, you know, you get spots of the, the rest of the Guardians at the uh, it's kind of the, it, the specialist bookended by the, the rest of the Guardians. Yeah. Um, and having Drax and Mantis, who aren't my favorite members, maybe faulting a little bit. Um, but, you know, the Kevin Bacon stuff's very funny. Some of the humor felt a little forced to me. Um, but I like the, the end very much so. I like the musical number, both of mm-hmm. them. Um, I thought that was really fun. Um, I just like this special idea as well. Like we had the... the
1: um, Werewolf by Night.
0: Werewolf by Night one, and then we've had the, the Halloween or the Christmas one. So I, li- I like this special idea where we're just getting like 45 minutes of, you know, just somebody's vision. And whether it be, you know, Michael Giacchino's with uh, Werewolf by Night or just more of James Gunn being a... You know, uh, a crazy person.
1: <laughs> I want the Wolverine musical special. Yeah, with you, right. Jacqueline.
0: <laughs> of course. And I want it today.
1: <laughs> I, I'm like with you, that? though. I think the specials are good. And this one particularly, I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah. I, I also love Drax. So <laughs> okay. for me, it, was, it yeah. was perfect. I love Drax. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mantis, I could, you know, she's cool. I take her or leave her. doesn't mm-hmm. bother me, But she was fine mm-hmm. in this. Uh, the Kevin Bacon stuff is what really stood out to me. Because I'm yeah. not a Kevin Bacon fan. Whenever mm-hmm. I look at him, I see really? sleepers, Ooh. and I can't stand them.
0: Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yes. We talked about sleepers. right? right.
1: <laughs> He's just the, co- the the guard from sleepers, and I can't deal with it.
0: Yeah, I get So, it.
1: But in this, to see it, I thought this was pretty fun. Um, and I didn't know he could sing. He's in a band with his brother, the Bacon Brothers. Didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Now I, and mm-hmm. I kind of want that song. I, I, just, I just got reminded to look for it on Spotify. Um, yeah. I'll probably forget <laughs> while we're talking, but I love the song. I thought it was the show was funny, and now I'm just kind of ready to open the floodgates and watch everything Christmas.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, we, uh, we've been uh, been trying to do it slowly, uh, to watching all the Christmas stuff. You know, it's it's not even December yet, and then all of a sudden you just feel like you're just watching one every day, which is a cool thing. It's time. Uh, but we're, 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 we're slowly blending into it. We watched... Uh, it is time. We watched Home Alone uh, today and the Guardians one, so...
1: I cannot watch Home Alone anymore.
0: You don't like it, or you just watched it too
1: much? My daughter discovered it a couple of years ago. And I think I lived with Kevin McAllister for what felt like years. It was just on nonstop. So, yeah, I'm good with Home Alone. It got to the point where I was like, you want to watch the second one? I don't even like the second one.
0: Oh, the second one's good, man. It's good. (laughs) I don't like it. And also, I I
1: think it's kind of vicious. Like, he was trying to kill these robbers and everybody laughs at it. Like, a paint can from a four-story building if it hits you in the head you're probably dead
0: yeah they uh yeah well he he set uh, joe pesci's head on fire with a blowtorch so that too
1: (laughs) come on (laughs) this kid was out for blood like i'd love someone to make like a horror movie version of home alone
0: that would be interesting i don't know
1: how that hasn't been made or something i know Mm -hmm. ryan reynolds wanted to make the r-rated version but it was going to be a comedy right and it was gonna be an adult which kind of doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. but still I know my mother-in-law
0: hates Home Alone, like despises it. So really? I, I, I always just smile when I'm watching it just because of that.
1: So Tim Burton's Superman movie would have been bonkers. Beautiful and bonkers. <laughs> I wish they would have made this. And I I would love to see an animated version animated. now yep. and bring Nick Cage on to do the voice because I don't think he'll refuse.
0: Oh, God, no. He'd, he'd do it for sure.
1: I think he would, yeah. He he loves Superman and he seemed to be excited about this movie. So I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. To be fair, those robbers weren't a child. They did. They were going to kill him. That's true. But on the same token, he's like, what, 10?
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, let's murder these guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a fan (laughs) of Home Alone either, although I have a theory that John Candy goes from his poker band (laughs) to the plane automobile, It's all connected. I believe this was on Midlife Vices. That sounds familiar.
0: (laughs) Well, wouldn't it be the other way around, though? Because Plane Strange Automobiles is Thanksgiving. So, wouldn't he go from Plane Strange? That's Trades what I watched.
1: I watched Vacation. <laughs> John Candy's also in that. I watched Vacation. There you go. <laughs> it all adds up. There you go.
0: It's all connected.
1: There we <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember anything else I watched. So. Let me start uh, Did you only watch no, those two?
0: Uh that's all we watched today. Couple maybe it was last weekend we watched The Grinch, the newer one with that was voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Oh, I think uh, I've seen it's, it.
0: It's like the uh the Minions version of uh of The Grinch. We like that one. I we it, it's quite good. Um my wife doesn't like the Jim Carrey one, so we don't watch that one. Um but yeah, so we watched The Grinch and not, like I said in Three days, four days, we'll really, you know, ramp up the, the Christmas viewing. And my wife baked uh, cookies today, so it's rain today, but now it's snowing. So, yeah, the, the Christmas season is, is upon us.
1: Good time to watch Andor.
0: That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you watched any of it yet?
1: I've watched the first three episodes, and I liked it a lot. I, I, they were talking about in the comments, too. I think I need to finish mm-hmm. it. I see everybody's uh, I'm going to have to do it on the finale.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it too. Uh, I've only watched the first episode. Uh, and from what I understand with the three-episode release that they did, um, and I think I mentioned it when I watched the first episode, if that was the only episode that was ever released or if it was like a weekly thing, I wouldn't have kept up on it. I just find that first episode should be such a drag, like pace-wise and just getting to a point. And, I really liked um, it. So that's good. And I want to keep watching it because the stuff that I'm reading, um, like about the later half of the season... Is like majorly good Star Wars stuff, um, like some of the best Star Wars stuff people have seen. Um, so I'm really excited to get to it. Um, I hear Andy Serkis is in it. I hear there's a Prison Break of some kind. I want to get to. I want to get to it. So I, I will for sure.
1: Whenever you hear Prison in Star Wars, you got to watch it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Just to go together, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: so what I watched uh, over the last little week or so is kind of the title of our episode here, Chris, uh, Tarantino and Bond. So I don't know why I decided to watch the Pierce Brosden or which one are we talking about first? Which one did you want to talk about first, Tarantino or Bond? Bond. Bond, good, okay. We well, have a fun gonna... segue. Spoiler. Okay, that's good. Okay, yeah, so I don't know why I wanted to watch the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies. Maybe it's because I didn't remember them well. Maybe it's just because I haven't watched them in a very long, long time. So I watched them out of order. um, Maybe because I think I I put on World is Not Enough because I didn't remember it very much. And then I said, well, I might as well just go back and watch the rest of them now. So I watched the World is Not Enough. And I don't remember not liking it. But at this watch, holy cow, I I found it quite enjoyable. Um, I thought the action was very good. I thought the comedy was very good. Denise Richards is not good. Um, but uh, the I like the Electric King character in world is not enough, um, so that's good. And then I watched um, what's the hell, uh, what's the one tomorrow?
1: Tomorrow never dies.
0: Tomorrow never dies. I watched Snappy that one. song
1: too. Show from. Oh yeah, oh,
0: that's the other thing I wanted to mention. I'll get to that at the end. Great Brosnan has great songs until Die Another Day, mm-hmm. um, where the Madonna ones just no good. Um, anyways, tomorrow never dies. Half of it's no good, but that last half with Michelle Yeoh and I forgot she was in it. But once Mm -hmm. they do that motorcycle chase scene, and then everything after that point, I thought was very good. Um, Jonathan Price is the villain. Eh, Not really sure. Um, And then GoldenEye is, is top tier, top notch, beautiful all the way around. And then Die Another Day is not good. And you can see why they changed... Uh, to go with the Daniel Craig stuff. After that, it's like the Batman and Batman and Robin to Batman mm-hmm. Begins. Um, anyway, so Chris, before I get into kind of my overall point about the Pierce Brosnan movies, what's your, you know, when was the last time you watched them? What's your lasting memory of the 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 Brosnan, uh Bond films?
1: So I watch GoldenEye pretty frequently. Like that'll mm-hmm. be my background noise kind of movie because mm-hmm. um, I love GoldenEye. I, I really do, and that's the first one I saw in theaters, so it's kind of a big deal for me. And yep. I remember waiting for that to come out of theaters. I saw mm-hmm. like an entertainment tonight special about it, and I was just I gotta see this. So um Love Gold Night, Tomorrow Never Dies, I Like. I like Worlds Not Enough a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Die Another Day is abomin Die Another Day is a abomination. Yeah. Can't stand it. I hate pretty <laughs> much everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's kind of a thing with
0: it. So what what do you think the lasting legacy of, of the the Brosnan movies are? Like like I said, he he his franchise of films stopped what they were doing to create mm-hmm. a, a newer franchise, a, a darker, grittier, more realistic, blah 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 Daniel Craig ones. Um, you know what what do you think your, the overall legacy of the Brosnan films? You know he did four. Um, you know, it's ob- Dalton only got two, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, Moore and, and, and Connery got more, and then Lazenby obviously got one, Craig got five. Um, what do you think the the lasting legacy of the Brosnan films are?
1: I think people generally just look at Goldeneye and they yeah. kind of forget the sequels exist. And mm-hmm. it's not even that they're bad. I Like I said, I like them, except for the mm-hmm. one. But I think Goldeneye is just so good and it stands <laughs> out that, you know, people gravitate toward that one. And I do think people like Tomorrow Never Dies a lot. I've seen mm-hmm. actually recently a lot of people saying Electric King is one of the best characters in the Bond franchise. And that's yeah. not really – I can't really argue with that. I and mean, I wouldn't anyway because it's their opinion, but I kind of <laughs> – like she's awesome. Yep. Um, and then World's Not Enough I think is the more divisive one. That's the more people are more 50-50. And mm. Christmas Jones is yeah. not the best – but just having her in there for the joke at the end is kind of worth it. <laughs> it is hilarious. Uh-huh. And unnecessary at the same time. Of course. But yeah, I think that's the legacy. People think Brosnan oh the golden eye bond. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: One thing I really enjoyed about the Brosnan films is they're not connected. Mm-hmm. You can and I watched them out of order and they was seamless. Um, you know, I put on Casino Royale, actually. I finished it today, and I'm going to watch the rest of the, the Craig ones now. And this is kind of my thought now. I think that the Bond film should go back to the Brosnan style. Have the same actors, you know, have the same M. Um, you know, he, Bond's also got his friend there, Charles, who uh, works at MI6, the, uh, the black fellow. Uh, the taller guy, he's always oh, yeah. uh, in, in the things. Um, obviously, the, the Q. They, he's like they the changed. Brosnan Tanner. Exactly. So they have got the queue. Obviously, it changes, and they get John Cleese towards the end of Brosnan's run. But every story isn't connected. And, and I'm getting into the Craig ones now, and I'm almost dreading this whole Spectre thing and the the convoluted and confusing storyline. Um, you know, and I think they should go back. And I'm, I'm the other thing getting into the Craig ones, like oh man, people are going to die. You know, Daniel Craig is just going to be sullen the whole time and, and grumpy and 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 it's Mr. Serious. But in is the Brosnan ones you know he's got the action he's got this the 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 sexual nature to him um but he's got the fun and the quips and the 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 bad jokes that may seem unnecessary um but you know and i don't know i didn't think this after no time to die but i think this now after watching the brosnan ones i think they should go back to that style back to the brosnan style back to the 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 comedy back to the non not interconnected story and just tell a singular story in every single um, movie, I, I think you've already talked about this, maybe with Zeddie and and Javi at a time when you guys were talking about yeah,
1: um, we, we Bond, but our uh, no time to die review, I think. But you know, this is a topic that comes up a lot. In my yeah. opinion, can change hour to hour, really, because yeah. at the end of the day, I just want more Bond, so I really don't care what they do. But hmm. you know, so Brosnan's Bond, in my opinion, is the is the modern Roger Moore, right. The way their bonds operate is similar mm-hmm. but i think brazen is is a hundred times better infinitely better sure amazing <laughs> and then <Daniel> craig <laughs> is more the modern sean connery version right so uh, that aside if you're to look at you know the connectivity the bond moves they don't connect you're right there is some connective tissue throughout them but not enough to say oh this is a universe no that's not the case right going forward it kind of just depends on what they're doing. Like if they're signing another guy for, let's say, 10 years or, mm-hmm. or six films or whatever. If you want some connective tissue, that's cool with me. If you want none, that's cool too. But I did like the way the Craig stuff was handled. Mm-hmm. I think it, it does have more bumps than the non-connected stuff because they came out, you know, one was released during the writer strike. Yeah, Quantum of Solace. Yeah, Quantum of Solace. And Daniel Craig even says in interviews he knew it wasn't a good idea, basically. Yeah. And Spectre was them trying to, to please fans and be the best of both worlds. So, you know, I think they have a better handle on it now of how to do a a shared, not universe, but a connected story, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty much good either way as long as the movies are good. Mm-hmm.
0: The other thing I, I really like about the bras and ones and something they should carry on as well, the gadgets. You know, yeah. Craig Craig has the gadgets, but they're not as out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, invisible car, obviously in Die Another days, a, a little bit of a stretch. Um, but you know, the watches with the lasers and uh, grappling hooks on them, that kind of stuff. Um, and in I think it's in I think it's in World is Not Enough with the coat, where it's got like the it's like a inflatable suit that falls all around him. Cleese is the one trying it out at the time. I think that's in World is Not Enough. Um, anyways, just more of the gadgets. I want I want more fun in, in Bond, I guess, is just the overall a uh, thought here. After after so long of Craig, which was good movies, I think I'm ready for okay movies with a lot more fun.
1: <laughs> okay movies? <laughs> that works. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> Bond seems to have that pattern, because that's why I brought up Connery and, and more early. You had Connery, which was you know more serious stuff, with yep. Lazenby just kind of thrown there for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Then... We have the one Connery back. And then we go to Moore, who is the fun guy. Yeah. After Moore, we immediately go into Dalton, who is not fun. No. He's very dark, <laughs> very serious. He's yeah. going to shoot you.
0: Yeah, Benicio Del Toro cutting you with a knife. Which is license to kill,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, Dalton would have had more if it wasn't for the rights issues. Right. Um, and then we went to Braz, who's more the mix, and here we are. So.
0: Do you think they'll actually do that? Do you think they'll actually go back to fun? Or do you think yes. it's more or less making good, like, m- dramatic movies?
1: No, I think we're going to get more of a, a blend because that's where they were headed with the Craig movies. Like, you watch Spectre, and that's what yeah. Spectre is. And No Time to Die is very much, I, I think, a fun Bond movie. Like, there's the mm-hmm. scene in in Cuba when they, you know, the the full action scene is going on, and then they stop to have drinks. right. Oh, with uh,
0: Paloma or whatever? Yes, which is a wonderful Yeah, scene. of course
1: it <laughs> so, is. <laughs> so um, I think they're going to go back to something like that where it's a mix of mm-hmm. the two. And I thought this uh, would be cool. I agree. I, I'm up for anything, though. As long as it's not crap. Just more, just more bond. Yeah, as long as it's not crap, I'm good. No crap. All
0: right, so yeah, so I'm going to keep watching. I, I, I don't even know if I finish Quantum of Solace. Um, it's not I'm that not bad. sure if I. Yeah, I so, saw, and I all I remember is the opening. And that oh, the other thing about the Casino Royale that I really didn't didn't like is the opening James Bond scene. It's the black sure. and white. He, he's just you can you can play the the thing if you want. But and I'm thinking again about the brazen ones. You know, they're big and they're they're bombastic. And you know, the opening of Die Another Day is stupid, but they're surfing. Um, you know, in Casino Royale, it's he's sitting in a chair in black and white talking to a guy that intercuts back to um, a, a quick little bathroom fight scene. Again, it, it's good. I'm just looking for. I'm looking for the. I, I want the stupid. I want the fun. I want the the over the top stuff. And I I love that about the James Bond things with that opening scene, um, and just something about the the Casino Royale one. Um, and I think the Quantum of Solace one is a car scene, if I remember correctly. Um, just in a oh, very yeah. tight. I think that's what it is. And I think it's. I think it's quite good. And even the other ones are good. Skyfall, Spectre, and No Time to Die. Are, I love the, are the
1: Spectre one. Yeah, Spectre. I like the Spectre. The one that, it takes place in Mexico, I think.
0: Yeah. So there's something about the Casino Royale one where it's like, oh, we're gonna be something totally different from what you're used to, obviously. Um, so it's just gonna be interesting. And I think from Die Another Day to Casino Royale it was like six years,
1: something like
0: that. So uh, it's interesting watching them, watching them right back to back, um, and seeing the styles change and finding out what your mirror preference is. So it'll be interesting when I keep watching. Hey, I, man, I love Moonraker's Moonmaker's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> you like the
1: swashbuckling kind of bond
0: yeah see I love the Roger Moore ones I really do okay. I think they're I think they're a lot of fun um, and they're goofy and they're stupid you know I think I forget which one it is you know he's he's got the mustache and there's the one with the golden gun where the guy's got three nipples like just give me the <laughs> give me the cool weird <laughs> yeah so see just give me but on the other hand like uh, the first Bond movie that I ever watched was licensed to kill the only one my dad had and i always tell the story about return of the jedi i thought return of the jedi was the only star wars movie ever made when i was a kid license to kill i thought that was the only james bond movie ever made um and i didn't know how dark it was until you see the other ones yeah you know? like license to kill is rough man like uh, felix getting eaten by felix getting eaten by a shark a guy's head getting exploded in one of those pressure chambers benicio del toro cutting guys up with a switchblade like
1: dark stuff is licensed to kill the living daylights isn't dark because it was meant for roger moore oh yeah that's interesting yeah so it's fun to see that like this is timothy dalton before we could really do what we wanted here he is full on and everybody's like what is this mm-hmm. it's about drugs and things what is this <laughs> yeah weird yeah when cocaine. does bond care about cocaine <laughs> unless he's
0: doing it i guess i don't know unless he's doing it yeah him and felix are having a good time but i so. love
1: felix yeah. Oh, yeah, So, fun fact, and a great segue, I think. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino was trying to do Casino Royale after Die Another Day kind of killed the franchise. Right. And him and Brosnan kept coming together on it, like, hey, we want to do this together. Mm. And the studio was like, no, absolutely not. Oh, wow. And that's how we got Dan Craig's uh, Casino Royale. How do you think that would have went down? That's a tough one because I also love Quentin Tarantino. He is one of my – if Burton's number one, he's number two. Right. So that would have been something. I don't think it would have been it'd been any good, though, to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't really have a lot of faith in Tarantino as a Bond director.
0: Right. That's interesting. Well, yeah, like the, the big conversation online lately is Quentin Tarantino's best movie. Yeah. um you know he's been doing the rounds i think he was on howard stern and people were asking him and other people were giving their rankings his favorite movie he said it on howard stern is once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. i believe i'm going to speak for you because that's also your favorite tarantino i have, you and you've seen all of them obviously mm-hmm. um you know in quentin tarantino you said is your favorite if it's not tim burton so you know what uh what do you like so much about quentin tarantino what's uh what's uh what's it what's he do for you
1: I just love his style of films. They're just mm-hmm. fun, I guess, and they're yep. always something different. They're always interesting. He's got two westerns. I also love westerns. Right. And he brings these spectacular casts together to yep. do these movies. There's not even they're not even actors you would pick for these roles. Like if you were casting the movie, like Django Unchained, for example, who would have put Leonardo DiCaprio as a raging racist? <laughs> Raging, <laughs> I love it. He is a raging racist in that movie. <laughs> I would never have put him in that, but it works. Or Inglourious Bastards with Christoph Waltz. That Christoph opening Waltz, scene yeah. is phenomenal. That is cinema, I guess, like the kids say. <laughs> As the kids say. Yeah, we're back on that bullshit too. Um, yep. And even like his earlier stuff, Like I love Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir mm-hmm. Dogs is one of my favorite films ever. And mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi is one of my favorite actors. So to put him in that was just magic to me. Yeah, Mr. Pink for sure. <laughs> Mr. Pink is. Amazing. I had a Mr. Pink action figure because friends said a lot of my friends compare me to him in that movie. I don't
0: know where they. I don't know where you get Are you you're a bad tipper?
1: Is that what it is? No, I just don't know where that comes from. <laughs> um, so I had the figure, but anyway, yeah, I just love Tarantino. I also love the way he uses music in his movies because I'm a big yep. fan of that. Like, if I were to ever make a movie, it would be this weird mashup of Burton and Tarantino styles.
0: Danny Elfman and Quentin Tarantino music mixed
1: together. Yeah, it'd be some kind of weird <laughs> mashup, like some kind of 80s pop music while somebody's mm-hmm. getting murdered viciously mm-hmm. by a ghost or something. Ooh, but, very good. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I love Quentin Tarantino stuff. And and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my favorite.
0: So I like Quentin Tarantino movies too. Um, I do not like Once Upon a That's Time too. in Hollywood. Um... I think it's actually my least favorite um, of his movies, aside from maybe The Hateful Eight, uh, which I think is just okay. Um, my favorite is uh, the Kill Bill movies, one and okay. two, spe- specifically Kill Bill 2. Um, I just finished them just the other night. Um, speaking of, you know, Cookie Monster's just line here with the dialogue. This the is dialogue in, in, Kill, is in Kill Bill, it, it, like in the specifically that final scene or the final scene between Bill and, and mm. Beatrix where they're just talking. And, you know, even the scene before that where Bill's talking about Superman. Um, it's just there is something. He's talking about how Clark Kent uh, sees the world. Or, oh, he, okay. I was thinking of Superman. Anyway. Yeah. a Weird okay. little comic thing that's thrown in there um, about it as well. Um, but, yeah, Kill Bill 2 is my favorite, but I love those those two movies together. They're great to watch back-to-back. Back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got that mix of the the dialogue, but then it's got some kung fu action movie which is all awesome. i'm also Insane a huge injury. action <laughs> like I'm I'm, I'm I'm a pretty big kung fu guy um you know it's nice seeing Sonny chiba mixed in there as hortori uh, hanzo all that kind of stuff but it's, it also feels like a western at some points too um specifically the opening scene where there's michael parks and he's the you know the, the texas ranger and he's got the cowboy hat and um the music uh, as you were saying chris it, it's it's kind of the blend of all of the quentin tarantino things i think in in those movies with the action, with the dialogue, Mm -hmm. uh, with the music and and the visuals. Um, And Uma Thurman is outstanding. Oh yeah. um, In those movies. And and like you said, with the cast, like Vivek A. Fox, um, Lucy Liu, Michael Madsen. um, So good. Um, I I just think it's interesting about this Quentin Tarantino guy that I don't know if he's a guy that you either love or you hate. Do you have a sense if that's true or if there's any middle ground? I
1: I think his movies turn a lot of people off in a way. And I might get, um, crucified for saying this, he is. This might be a hot take. I don't know. He is the classy version of Kevin Smith. He's but a better, look at, better look writer. Kevin, sure. Yeah, better writer. But if you look at Kevin Smith's films, they're very dialogue heavy. They either work yeah. for you or they don't. They have a very distinct style that either works for you or it doesn't. Yeah. They're To me, they're like two sides of the same coin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, One I, I think they're certainly better.
0: Yeah, I think there, there's. I, I I like to put three writer-directors in, into that kind of dialogue-heavy category. Wes Anderson being one, yes. Quentin Tarantino, and then Kevin Smith um, being one. All very different directors, all very Perfect different style. writers, but, but one that use language, conversation as a as a plot tool, as a as a something that moves the story along, not just to give us information, but to tell a story through 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 the dialogue. I appreciate it because I don't know how it's done. I can mm-hmm. barely talk. Um, I can barely read things about, you know, read words out loud. and But the, for people to, it's like an art or, or, or something, the way people talk. And I like that. I also like movies, TV shows where it sounds like they're actual real people talking.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well.
0: So, yeah. So I appreciate that. I may not like all of his choices that he makes in all of his movies because um, I clearly don't. I don't like all of his movies, but I appreciate the ones that are really, really good. Are very very good. He, his his highs are incredibly high. I think.
1: I would agree with that because I mean I, I don't love every film he's made, mm-hmm. and I have not seen Death Proof. I probably won't. Oh really? I think you'd like it. Really? I, I don't know. It doesn't look like my yeah. kind of thing. Because I watched the other one. I forgot what it's called. Planet Terror? Yeah, that was it was not for me.
0: That's Robert Rodriguez did that one. Yeah.
1: And I love Robert Rodriguez, but and I could take some camp, but that was another level. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Rose McGowan with, with the gun leg. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, maybe I
1: was watching like a lead of Battle Angel 2 or something. Awesome. Yeah,
0: test- well, what about the testicle in that too? Isn't Bruce Willis like his testicles or something, they shoot him. Something about He's starting to turn into the zombie or something. And his if something happens to his testicles, somebody help me out in the chats on that one.
1: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. About that. <laughs> maybe I need to rewatch that one. Yeah. Uh, Martin Mercedes do does use voiceover a lot too. I like that about Mars Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Tarantino stuff. I, I think you know Once Upon a Time really is firmly in first place for me. But second is definitely Django. I love Django. And That's I'm my really second power that we didn't get Django and Zorro together.
0: Yeah. What was that going to be? That made no sense to me.
1: But I want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets the people going.
0: Yes going
1: yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know what it was going to be but I think because he didn't want to direct it that's why it fell apart I think if he wanted to direct it it would have worked out
0: that would have been so strange I always think, we... would... think about Django of what it would have been like if will Smith was Django instead of Jamie Foxx like it was supposed to be
1: I didn't know that didn't yeah will
0: Smith wanted... yeah will Smith wanted to make it a big romance like a love story nah. and like he was hired and then Quentin's like no thanks see ya bye <laughs> <And> Jamie <laughs> <he's> Foxx is Fox incredible that <laughs> Yeah, so good. And you were mentioning like Christoph Waltz. I think that I like his, um, what is it, uh, Professor or Dr. King Doc, in yeah. Django better than the the Nazi soldier in Glory's well, I mean, he's a Nazi in the other one, so. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, not like, but I like the... His I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Django,
1: so. I don't know if I have a preference. I like both of them. I think yeah. I like that he's in Django more. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I would lean toward that too, just because we see more of my... Christoph Waltz, I think is one of the best actors working today.
0: hmm Yeah, and you mentioned it too. Leo is just so good in that role too. Like as, as being somebody you hate. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: I hate to say it, but I think that might be my favorite Leo role. Right. And you can't even quote him because you just can't. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> <laughs> Love him is that character, yeah,
0: yeah. you can't say a single line from him in, in, but, in, in public space, but he's such a great a bad villain, word, though.
1: Right? He, he's a really yeah, great yeah. villain, and it's not something you'd expect from Leonardo DiCaprio. That,
0: that's an interesting thought, too. Him as a villain is that mm-hmm. the only one he's ever played?
1: Uh, I haven't seen all of Shutter Island, but I, I isn't he not like a villain. The, okay? Nah, not well,
0: villain. then, yeah, that'd
1: be the only one for now,
0: yeah. Very interesting. A okay. real true villain, yeah.
1: Maybe he's the real villain of Titanic and nobody knew it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes
1: sense. Yeah, Billy Zane was actually the hero. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, Kate Winslet was meant for Billy Zane instead of... Uh, yeah. some well, no, of I didn't say that. Hero. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that that shouldn't have happened anyway, but I'm just saying, maybe Billy Zane's like the anti-hero. The hero <laughs> nobody saw coming.
0: I get it. Uh-huh. Mm. All right, so that's some thoughts on James Bond and Quentin Tarantino. It w- Quentin Tarantino's got a list of movies that he could have directed that, that never got made. <laughs> you know, the Bond one, the uh, the Zorro one, very Star interesting. Trek. Yeah, Star Trek one. That would have been that would have been weird. again, that wouldn't have worked. I like you're you're telling me that the the James Bond one wouldn't work. I'll take your word for it. Take my word for it that. The Star Trek one would not have worked <laughs> at all.
1: But in <laughs> turn, I would have wanted to see it. that one.
0: Oh, of course! It just just to see it happen, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, I would have saw the Bond one too, but I wouldn't have had high hopes, despite how much right. I I like his stuff. The <laughs> song would have been amazing, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah! That was the other thing I wanted to mention about the Bond ones. Madonna, I tell you, that song ooh, bad stuff. But Cheryl Crow, um, who else were there? Garbage, and then oh, what know. was the other one? Oh, what was the other? Oh, Tina Turner.
1: Yeah, Goldeneye.
0: Yeah, and then I watched Cas- uh, Casino Royale with uh, Chris Cornell. That's a good one. Uh, that's a song. Great song. Whew. Good songs.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think there's more good Bond songs than bad songs, but it really depends how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really love Thunderbolt.
0: Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm just excited to get to No Time to Die so I can hear the Billie Eilish one because I really like that one.
1: I do too. Everybody told me, you're not going to like this song. I'm like, why not? I guess nobody yeah, knows good. I'm a gigantic Billie Eilish fan. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even my kid knows that. <laughs>
0: All right, so that's some bond and Tarantino talk. Chris, we got some polls from a couple weeks ago that I dug up. Uh, you want to have a quick chat about
1: those? Sure. Um, also right. the uh yep. Oh wait, yeah, I need to fix that one. The poll about <laughs> the fruitcake, I know we got replies, I will get to them, but I was engrossed in Wednesday and other stuff yesterday. Did you see who the winner was? No, I didn't even see the winner. Oh, it's a good one. Let's reveal that one live then. I think it was yeah. the Batman is on HBO Max.
0: Batman right? is on HBO Max. That's right. Our first ever winner for Batman is on HBO Max. Yes. So.
1: <laughs> I think Eric made the comment. I did see the comment that it'd be funny if this is the one time it won.
0: That's right. It's the one I would have picked. Uh I don't hate Christmas cake. I don't dislike it, but just something that's never on the top of my mind. So we don't we don't have it here um really as much. So well, like I said, we're more of the pies and um, butter tarts and stuff like that. So, No pound cake, no Christmas cake up here. Alright, so a poll we had up on November 13th. Um, and this is actually going to be something I'm excited to talk about. We're going to be on a stream in a couple of weeks with the guys from Midlife Isis. Um, so the holidays are pretty much here. With that, all, a lot of folks are going to be watching their favorite holiday films. But we wanted to know, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We've got Yes, No, Sorta, and The Batman is an HBO Max. So 59% Chris said yes to Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie to you, sir?
1: It is not. It is not.
0: Why not? What What constitutes a Christmas movie?
1: Not that. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I like when I think of it, uh, because... First of all, I just recently saw Die Hard for the first time. I think it was last year. That's right. So I didn't like grow up with this, oh, I got to watch this every Christmas because this is what we're gathering around the tree and watching. John McClane going nuts in, in some vents. Uh-huh, that's right. Which is a wonderful time. I'm not, I'm not saying it isn't stellar. But the um, I, it just feels like an action movie that's set around Christmas. So if we take this movie is set around Christmas, how many Christmas movies do we have? We have Batman uh, Returns.
0: That's right, Gremlins. Uh,
1: we have The Adams Family, actually, because mm-hmm. there's a Christmas scene in there. That's right. Uh, off the top of my head, those two came up, but there's more. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of my thing. It's not about Christmas. It's about John McClane trying to get out of this building or whatever it was. Right.
0: I agree with you. Um, it's not a movie I watch. Like, oh, let's all gather around, kids, and turn right. the Christmas Christmas lights on and watch Die Hard. Um, I like watching Batman Returns just because of the winter. Like, there's actual snow on the ground. It's a nice aesthetic. You know, the aesthetic is there. You're right. Um, I also do the same with Gremlins as well. There's snow I on the ground. I consider that a Christmas
1: movie.
0: There's trees and, and windows. like and there's.
1: He was a Christmas yeah. present.
0: That's right. Exactly. Um, so, just something about Die Hard. I, I, it's just an action movie that takes place at Christmas in a building. So, it's not a Christmas movie. It's just a... Although, I do have that... Um, the Christmas Story, um, I forget what it's called. It's just a retelling of uh, of Die Hard for kids. It's got a little. Oh, like, see, like, you've already broken
1: up. it though, because now you have the Christmas book. <laughs> I know. I cri-
0: it's Come just on now. my, my I, wife got it for me. I think last Christmas or the Christmas before. <laughs> I can't remember that.
1: I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you showed it before.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a hot topic though, and I'm expecting on, the, we're on this this Midlife Vices show. We're doing our top ten Christmas things. I'm wondering if that somebody on that on that stream is going to have uh, Die Hard as one of their top tens.
1: Yeah, a lot of people consider a Christmas movie, and that, that's perfectly cool with me. Just for me, it's not. Yep. <laughs> you know, for me, it isn't. But at the same time, like I probably consider Batman Returns a Christmas movie. <laughs> so I probably don't count at the end of the day.
0: Yep. Uh, Ian says, It's set at Christmas. The soundtrack includes Winter Wonderland, Christmas in Hollis, Let It Snow, Ode to Joy, and Jingle Bells. It takes place during a Christmas party. It's snowing. There are Christmas trees everywhere, and several characters mention it before it being Christmas. So Ian's very much in it. Uh, Phil also says yes in it because uh, so is Batman Returns. Uh, Lauren, yes, 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 yes. I trust that no one says no.
1: (laughs) Um, I think uh, Cookie's also on the Christmas movie train.
0: There you go. They're, They're in it, man.
1: Someone made the fun comment. I think it was Ian, Maybe. That I didn't understand because I'd seen Die Hard with a Vengeance way before Die Hard. Yeah. I saw Die Hard with Vengeance in a the theater as a kid, mm-hmm. so I had no idea the brother connection. I thought Jeremy <laughs> Irons was a cool villain. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Then when I watched Die Hard, I was like, "Oh wait a minute, that's his brother." I get it.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> Very thought. cool. Um, another little quick poll that you had put up about um, the your favorite MCU film. Of the year, you didn't include Morbius because it's more of a Sony one. Doctor Strange 2, Lore 11, 4, 11 Thunder, Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 is one with 47.3%, but Doctor Strange 2 is actually pretty close with 40%. Um, Chris, you kind of talked it off the top there about Black Panther 2. Um, you haven't given your full thoughts on it. Maybe just a, a quick little thought about Black Panther 2 here. I've if seen. it is your favorite, is it your favorite of the, of the three movies? Uh, I can't this year? count Morbius, yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that was it's it's a good movie, I guess. I mean, I kind of say it's more okay than anything. It's like it's fine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's fine. There's good stuff in it. I think it's just too long, and I really don't like that it feels like a two and a half hour funeral because mm-hmm. that's it really does. And I, I there's I don't want to spoil it, but there's certain aspects of it that just didn't work for me. I thought that it was a little too on the nose. Um, and then there's a point in the way where it gets kind of more interesting to me and it wraps up very quickly, hmm. but I did like, um, Shuri, I cannot pronounce her name, so I'm not going to try the actress's name.
0: Oh yeah. Somebody really right.
1: Tisha, Wright. Team. I
0: think. Tisha Wright. I think it is. I yes. think
1: she was phenomenal. She did a great job in it. I really liked, um, the guy playing Namor. He was awesome. Angela Bassett absolutely killed it. That's moment. all
0: I'm reading. Holy cow! So yeah, much she love. She is Bassett, yeah. so
1: amazing in this movie. Like mm-hmm. great stuff. Um, but overall, I'd say the movie itself is fine. It's too long. It's like a funeral, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I'm at with it. Good performances though.
0: Well, you're, I haven't seen it. Um, I won't see it until it's it's on Disney Plus. But your 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 thoughts about it being a, a you know over two hour funeral for? Chadwick Boseman is something that I got from the trailers. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about this in the trailers. Like, I didn't like that Marvel was selling us Chadwick Boseman's death mm-hmm. to make this movie. Like, oh, we're making this movie and we're, we're the, the guy died and we're all sad about it and come watch our movie because we're, this guy died and let's see why and what we're doing now that he's gone. Um, like, oh, we, how are we going to move Black Panther forward because of Chadwick Boseman's death? I didn't like that at all. And what you were talking about, and I, I I don't know if I've seen this anywhere else, so I actually appreciate your your thoughts on it. I don't want to see, uh, uh, you know, a two and a half hour funeral mm-hmm. of Chadwick Boseman. I want to see Black Panther story move move forward. You yes. know, we've talked about recasting for sure or, or, or whatever. And we obviously from the trailers we get a new Black Panther in some way or another. You know, I don't know if we needed the mm-hmm. referendum. the... the, 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 the 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 funeral of Chadwick Boseman on screen for people to see. I don't know if we needed that.
1: It's kind of a weird thing because you could you could argue that it undercuts the new Black Panther in a way, right? But at the same time, it it adds something to it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to judge it. I guess it's going to be very much a you have to see it to see what you feel about
0: it. Yeah, I am excited to watch it just because that. Um, and no, the action looks incredible. I'm a very I'm a big fan of Ryan Coogler as a director um you know but i i don't know if i want to just be hit over the head with it over and over again and like all the scenes that i've seen i think i saw the one mid-credit scene um it just there's just again it's a weird thing to say but just people are upset and they're crying and they're still they're still mourning him it's like mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if i want that again i'm gonna have to watch it and just judge for myself but uh um dr strange 2 was the only mcu movie i've seen this year i didn't see Thor. Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate seeing it.
1: Um, yeah. You should watch Morbius.
0: I, I should watch Morbius. I think it's, it's on somewhere time. up here. It's more fun. I believe. Yeah. See, I I talked about how much I like the ridiculous Roger Moore stuff. So let's just watch it. I think you kind of made but, your bed. That's right. I, you I have, have made to your do bed. it.
1: Now. now it is more than time for you.
0: Yeah. I, I want to see Matt Smith just be ridiculous. and. He's actually and, pretty you know. fun.
1: I wish there was more Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. It wasn't that bad. Okay. <laughs> I also like the Venom movies, though.
0: That, I liked the first one a lot. Um, the Carnage one, not so much, but that's okay. You
1: well, work. Um,
0: all right. That's all I have on my little rundown sheet here. Chris, is there you got a rundown? Wanna...
1: Sheet?
0: No, I just made that up. It oh, okay. Good.
1: I was say, we don't. <laughs> I don't know. You do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, no run. Yeah, I just made that up. It sounded really good. It was clever. Uh, I like it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, what else do you want to talk about before we head on out of here?
1: Anything you're excited about this week?
0: Um, more James Bond stuff. Um, I don't know if there's any comics that I wanted to read this week. Um, I think next week is the final issue. Final issue of Do a Power Bomb number seven, uh, which is cool. Um, I want to watch more of Yellowstone season five. And also Tulsa King, with oh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone, which is very good. Um, is it? Yes, it, it, Tulsa King. He, he's an old mobster who gets out of jail after twenty five years, and is he gets sent to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, to kind of create a, a business there and be put in a corner. Um, but it's 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 nice to see Sylvester Stallone acting um, in a, in a weird way, you know, as a normal a normal person. He's not Rocky Balboa. He's not Rambo. What he's just Oscar? a guy. <laughs> I haven't seen Oscar. No. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I, I like I love Sylvester Stallone as an actor. I really like his movies. It's just nice to hearing him talk as a normal person and be a normal guy. Like he's an, he he plays an Italian character in the show. He's obviously Italian, so it's just it's kind of nice to see. Um, it's got a very much Soprano uh, vibes to it as well. So if you're into that kind of thing, I would check that out. Glass Onion, yes. Gonna get to that as well. Knives Out sequel.
1: Very excited for
0: that. mm mm-hmm. What about you? Anything got your eye this week?
1: Uh no. I think I'm just kind of gonna take whatever comes at me, I believe. Right. I don't know if any comics coming out this week I'm interested in, so it'll probably just <laughs> go down the list. Oh, that's a cool cover. And that's how it goes. <laughs> or right. like More... cookie'll post something. Hey, that's a cool cover. That's good. And or people
0: interested. in canoes with gas masks. That's that's what
1: we're looking for, people. Yeah, I already forgot the name of it.
0: Yeah, we're going to have <laughs> something
1: about the end of the world. Okay, yeah, I'll find it.
0: <laughs> once
1: Upon a Time at the End of the World. I'm going to read that tonight, probably.
0: Yeah, there and we go. To... I just... yeah. Hey,
1: Zeddy. Zeddy, get...
0: thanks. thanks for
1: coming, pal. I'm going to get to that um, Everything <laughs> Everywhere All at Once movie, too. I really want to yeah. really see in theaters I didn't get a chance to, and I was waiting all this time for it to be on a streaming service. I never checked Showtime. I was getting ready to go buy the Blu-ray, and I was like, wait a minute, let's just one last time before I go buy this. Do the free. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's there and I pay for it, so why not? <laughs> oh, that sounds fun.
0: All right. So let's head on out of here, Chris. Hit us up with some plugs. Where can people find you?
1: Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Chris 70 um, You can also find the show on Twitter at G of the Geeks. I think that's your part. But... No,
0: you do the, you do the Twitter I, part. Okay. You, can, you always I'm, pass it off to me at the end. It's all good. I
1: will no. pass it off to you. You can finish <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: Uh, you can follow me on twitter at emmettdavis davis seven gathering of the geeks is available on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts just search gathering of the geeks and you will find us thanks to eric zetti cookie frank grabs dc patrol uh, i think that's it thanks so much for joining us on this fine sunday we've only got four shows left until the end of the year phil walsh as well thanks so much for joining us, so uh, we're putting together our best of lifts, lists, we're going to have that for you in the new year, uh, we're going to have some other kind of fun announcements coming up as well.
1: We will have that also, but maybe you guys can also make top, or best of lists, and we could, you know, share and compare. Yeah,
0: yeah. so we'll be probably doing that our first show in January, which would be December the 8th, uh, or January, January the 8th. January the 8th stories, we're going to be doing our best of 2022. Uh, we haven't really f- nailed down the categories yet, but I assume TVs, movies, comics, and anything else. The whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, so, yeah, guys, start putting together your lists, thinking about everything that you've consumed this year. Going back to talk about comics, it's going to be difficult. I'm going to have to go back on <laughs> leagueofcomics.com and, and just go back and click, click, click. Oh, let's start at the start of the year and see what I read.
1: It's just twig. <laughs> <laughs> For me it's one through five. I'm it's Twig. Best up. <laughs> Hashtag twi- twig volution I got it somewhere still.
0: There we I'm go. I'm sure it's somewhere. So we, oh yeah, the cookie wants us to name the category. So let's start putting that together over the next uh, couple of weeks too. Maybe we'll we can put, do it that. Out, put it put it on our tweet and we'll talk about it on the It'll we'll make the it like a
1: part. fancy graphic too.
0: Oh boy, slow down, Chris. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh
0: oh Eric already talking about one year anniversary special. Oh god, that's coming Wouldn't up that too. This- yeah. That would be the eight. That would be the eight. Yep. That'll be two days after our uh, one year. So there you go. All right. In saying all that, uh, for Chris and I, Mehmet, and we gather on Sundays.
1: I have nothing clever. We'll see you guys next week.